All right, everybody, welcome into another episode of Bold Predictions Podcast, BP Podcast. It's in your wallet. Got the two guys here with me today, Austin and Tyler, coming in. Hey, hey. Tyler, how are you? I'm doing well. How's my boy Cam doing? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good, boys. Ready uh, ready to jump into NFL Week 8, but uh, not so fast. Let's Let's get everyone's weekend in here, how everything went. Throw it over to Austin. Start us off. Oh, I had a great weekend betting. Uh, the only thing I didn't have good was, you know, Mizzou Tigers lost. or barely, I'm sorry. They should have lost. Barely won against Vandy. And then the Patriots lost on Monday night. My football team's not looking so hot right now. It's a bummer. But betting weekend was great. Over the weekend, I had Mizzou win outright. And then I had Oklahoma State having to cover and hit the over. They both did both that. I won $636 in betting this weekend. Turned out good. Um, yeah, ready to take on week eight. There you go. Tyler. Awesome, awesome. Great to hear that, Ostradamus. Uh, big week for you, bud. It sounds like your uh, parlays are really paying out. Mine, on the other hand, I was on a uh, three-way, three-leg win streak, and then I had the over on the uh, – I don't remember what game. Oh, the Dolphins game. And the Dolphins uh, decided not to show up. So that was a very uh, slow game. Man, but that second half was brutal. There's no like no points. They scored zero points. So brutal. And then I ended up taking the uh, over on the Bears game. But at that point, that five-leg parlay that would have paid out, I think, like 70 to 1 or something crazy like that ended up not paying out at all. So it was very frustrating. <laughs> I tried to – I called you before the bet um, the – the Sunday night football game, and I was like, hey, man, how do I cash out my, my pay stuff? Because I knew it wasn't going to go over, and you're like, yeah, that's a good idea. We couldn't figure it out, and uh, I lost I lost, uh, yeah. I lost, lost potentially a little bit of money, but I didn't lose a lot of money. It was a really cheap bet on my end. So it just sucks when stuff like that happens. But other than that, uh, dad life has been treating me pretty good. My kid said his first words, dad, you are the best. So that's pretty cool. Um <laughs> And then, uh, other than that, man, <laughs> life's been good. I've been trying to call Cam. Been bugging him all day. I know he's had a very stressful day at work for over fantasy football. I've been trying to bother him, trying to make a trade. But uh, I just want to publicly say, Cam, I'm really we sorry for bothering you. We did make a very, uh, we we did make a very uh, good trade today. Actually, a lot of people thought we were uh, coll- committing collusion. So that's a very uh, no, stupid on their part. No, one person thought that the one, fantasy fleecer. The fantasy fleecer and the fantasy fleecer is a very scary guy, my friends. He's six and one. Uh, after I get done with him, he'll be six and two, and hopefully he, Drew Quinones plays him in the playoffs first round and knocks his ass out. So let's go. That's my uh, that's my foretelling. Now, Cam, how was your weekend, buddy? Uh, good. My weekend was uh, see Friday. I uh, went to work, and then once Friday was over. I got off work. I drove down to uh, good old Mizzou for homecoming weekend. Um, hung out with the guy. Hung out with some uh, some buddies that are down there. Um, we uh, went out Friday night unexpectedly. We were just gonna take it easy because we knew we had a long day on Saturday, but we ended up going out on Friday night for you know the casual one two drinks. Next thing I know, look at my watch. It's twelve thirty a.m. Um, and I have my alarms going off at 6:30 to get up and get ready for the tailgate. Uh, Ouch! So that that was a painful morning, 6:30. Uh, but 
pretty much was woke, woke up with a beer in my hand. Um, got the day kicked off Saturday for a good day of college football. Um, my bets didn't hit, unfortunately, because I took a parlay. Uh, Purdue fucked my parlay over because they couldn't cover a freaking one and a half point spread against, I believe it was Wisconsin. Um, so they lost me my money there, and then my Rebels, my poor Ole Miss Rebels really shit the bed this week. They went they went to Louisiana to face LSU, and they, they got dominated. So I lost money on their, them too. Um, but Hold up, I there really, was no chance there, Cam. There, uh, there was, and it was a mistake by Ole Miss. A couple of bad plays across <laughs> the game. Um, they'll bounce back this week. I uh, think they'll bounce back soon. But unfortunately, yeah. But luckily, Saturday I didn't really. When you got six or seven beers in you by nine o'clock in the morning, you don't really give a fuck how your bets are going. Um, so Saturday was a fun day. Just hung out with the guys uh, all day. Had a huge tailgate. Um, I actually ran into a couple of our listeners. Uh, shout out to a buddy from high school named Bryce. And then uh, shout out Brendan Spinks. Went over and saw him and his family. Um, they were tailgating in the same area as us, so I walked over. Uh, had a couple shots with him and his family. Um, hung out with him for a little bit. We talked a little bit of college football. Uh, watched him play a little bit of uh, cornhole or bags, whatever you want to call it. Don't want to offend any listeners by calling it the wrong thing. And uh yeah, Brennan, Brennan sucks at cornhole, so um, they were also playing on, like, a 90-degree hill, so the bags didn't ever stay on the board, but from what I saw, he sucked. So and Then I wandered back, hung out with the rest of the guys. Um, like I said, we started, we got to the tailgate at 7 a.m., um, and we walked back across campus at 1.30 in the morning, so it was a very long day. By the time I got back, in, back home on Sunday, I was... Uh, just ready to crawl into my bed and go to sleep and not see the world till Monday morning. Um, so that, that's how my weekend went, boys. Uh, didn't get to watch much NFL football because I was in an absolute hangover, uh, hangover that I haven't experienced in a long time, um, and I had to work Sunday night, so didn't get to watch much NFL. Um, but then I did watch Monday night. Monday night football, I watched Austin match. Austin's Patriots absolutely choked to the shittiest team, one of the teams we chirp on here nonstop, and it's all because they, all because they freaking couldn't figure out their quarterback situation. So before I put my two cents in, let's throw it back over to Austin and give us some input on that Monday night football game. Yeah, dude. Um, you know we needed that loss. We needed we needed that loss to humble us a little bit. We were starting to play high and. You know, I really think this is our turning point now. We got humbled at home against, you know, the Chicago Bears. And, uh, yeah, so we needed it. You know, I, I, I got to say, it's well played. We did this on purpose. It's a humbling moment. We're coming back stronger next week. This is where we turn the season around. Go now, that we're, now that we're on a public platform, are you not going to call out Belichick like you did in our group chat? Oh, I'll call I think that was the stupidest fucking coaching decision he's ever made. Usually, I uh, usually I am a very firm believer and don't question what he does. But doing what he did between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, terrible call. It, you look stupid for doing it now. That's the first time I really ever seen him give in to pressure of the fans. 
And I just, I don't like it. I don't like it. I mean, Zappy did throw two touchdowns. Yeah, and then he looked like ass after that. Oh, they I ran know a completely is. different. They ran a completely different offense with Zappy than they did with Mac Jones. I mean, it, they're not the t- the chances they had is not even comparable. I think the Bears were plus eight in that game, and I thought, hey, you know, the Bears will keep it tight. Uh, plus eight's a good, a good, a good spread for. I thought the the Pats were winning by maybe six, five, maybe six, and uh, no. Why were you wrong? I was wrong, and I was pissed. Uh, I'm not only pissed because of that, but I'm pissed because I had the Bears under six and a half wins, and now I think they have four wins, and it's only week. They only on week eight. Three. They only have three wins. Yeah. I'm still pretty scared shitless. If Justin Fields ruins my uh, my bet, I uh, I don't know what is going to happen to me. So everyone be on the lookout for me. Uh, very How much frustrated. did you bet on that, like two bucks? <laughs> yeah, probably like yeah, standard $2 25 bet. cents. 25 cents. Yeah, it was a big, uh, I was a big roller last season, and uh, it bit me in the ass. So now I kind of play it uh, low stakes but high rewards, and uh, I'm up. So you can talk all the shit okay, you want. Dude. All I know oh, yeah, is if we dude. look at if we look at the standings, Austin, your uh, your record speaks for itself. And Cam, don't even get me started. Cam, I don't even think uh, I think I'm like two weeks ahead of you. You would have to go perfect two weeks in a row to catch up to me. Oh, he only he only passed me because my fucking picks didn't my picks didn't. Oh, no, is that, that college football? Wait, it doesn't college. even matter. We all yeah, we so, gotta talk. Let's talk about quick. this. Hold on, no, hold on. No, I'll no. let you talk. Let me finish talking though. In both of the standings, Cam, you are in dead last place. It, not it, in both. You are in both. Football no, and not college. college. No, I'm in second to last on college. Are you really? Austin's in last. I'm uh, not in last because <laughs> you the are. fucking pick didn't say. Austin you didn't even get one pick right this week, dude. What a yeah, dumbass. Over, over 12. How do you go over 12? It didn't even say my pick. Over oh, 12. There was no over. pick. Whoa. Oh, bullshit, dude. Over for 12. Oh, for 12. I don't think no. I've ever gone over yeah, for 12. To all, of, to all of our OG fans that remember the college football days, we still have it going on our Pick'em um, app, and we still do the college football each week, and there was 12 games on the slate, and Austin went over. And then as soon as he realized he went over, he comes into the chat saying, oh, they didn't save, boys. They didn't save. No. You go back and look at it. There's literally not even picks. There was nothing picked because the picks didn't save. All right, how's the weather down there? I don't know what's dumber. You're not saving your picks or you're not hitting a button to save your fucking picks. So easy. All you got to do is. I was about to tie it up with you. Shut up. Oh, no, dude. You go back to the bottom. Go back to the bottom where you belong. Bullshit, dude. I got like six right this week. I I was catching up to you. I don't want to hear it. Oh, catching up. But you've never been on top of me, have you? Yes, I have. You don't know what it's like oh, to be whoa, on top. Whoa, whoa. You don't know what it's like to be on top. <laughs> I'm good on top, baby. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, that's not – maybe with that beer hat on. Uh, <laughs> Dude, that beer hat's thick. <laughs> no, oh, man. We, we should add that to All the right. uh, Instagram story, that we picture of him in the costume. That, yeah. I, can't, I can't tell everybody what I'm going to be for Halloween, though, because I, if any of my workers, my coworkers listen to this, they can't, they can't know yet. Oh, okay. We'll keep it a secret. Well, I just said, I just said the hat, but okay. Are you bringing a, um, uh, a anybody, any girls to the uh, Halloween party, Austin? To at work? No. Any dates? No. Going single? What's what time's that? Work? 20? Yeah, because it's during it's during work. 
Oh, gotcha, what time's gotcha. that flight on the 28th? What time are you getting into town, Austin? Um, I don't know <laughs> yet. I forgot. It's somewhere in my email. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my confirmation yeah. from Delta. Can we give the, uh, this will be the last episode before this famous Halloween party that I keep getting people bothering me asking to show up. Um, T Tyler, you want to give them on any insight on your costume for this weekend? I was going to go as Jack Skellington, a uh, little skinny skinny skeleton guy from a Disney movie because I felt like I fit the bill. But uh, no, my wife's coming, so now she wants to mix it up. And she wanted me to dress up as her and her dress up as me. And I am not going to do that. I'm not into cross-dressing, as funny as that is. But uh, so <laughs> Whoa, we're still talking. She Whatever wanted me to wear, yeah, she wanted me to wear <laughs> leggings and uh, a tight crew neck shirt and i was like no you should wear that and i'll just wear what i normally wear uh Lululemon no, you, and... you can get away with the leggings you wouldn't be able to see anything oh yeah right it's it's i'm straight as a board so it's uh i failed to hit puberty one and some people think that i don't have any curves so i would uh i wouldn't i would uh it would You're not, not be a pleasant in the door sight. if you don't have a costume on yeah, it would not be a pleasant sight, but you never know. Somebody might uh, hit on me at the party if I dressed up like that. So I might, I might find a Daniel. sugar daddy. Yeah, Daniel, definitely. Um, so. all right. Well, you better hurry up and start playing in that costume. Um, yeah. What about you, Cam? Uh, I'm not gonna give it away. I'm not gonna give it away. They might need to check the Instagram story. They might get some. They might get some uh, Halloween party pictures this weekend. So keep an eye on the Instagram story. Um. There's a rumor. There's a rumor going around that you were gonna dress up as the one and only Jeffrey Dahmer, and you're gonna bring a sandwich, a, a human meat sandwich, with you. Is that is that true? I that is not true. That is not true. Um, never did I say that. I believe it was actually brought up in the group chat by Tyler saying that I should do it. So uh, I will not be wearing that costume. But yeah, like I said, look look at the Instagrams. If you follow one of us privately, it might be on there too. So. Keep an eye out for the Halloween costumes to that party that none of you guys are invited to, unless you did get the invite. Absolutely, um, yeah. We will have security at the door, and uh, oh, yeah. you have to know somebody to get in. You have to know somebody. Have to, and you got to have the physical invitation with you, or else the door's not opening. Um, we have way too many, way too many followers to uh, let everybody into this house. So, with that being said, I think that covers everyone's weekends. You guys ready to jump into some NFL football? Yeah, let's do it, boy. All right, so we're going to jump, uh, throw it back real quick before we jump into week eight. Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Let's throw it back to week seven. Um, so we'll jump with, we'll start with our locks of the week last week. Um, Austin, Ostradamus took Kansas City minus three versus the San Francisco 49ers, and that was a correct lock. They won the game 44 to 23, easily covering the three-point spread. He also took the Titans minus two and a half versus the Colts, which was another correct lock, and he won. They won that game nineteen to ten. Then we jump over to Tyler, who took the Giants plus three versus the Jags, another correct lock, as the Jags won twenty-three, or as the Giants won twenty-three to seventeen. Tyler then went with the Jets plus one and a half versus the Broncos which was also another correct lock as they won, as the Jets won 16-9 over the Denver Broncos. Broncos suck. Um, then I'll 
Chiefs. And then my picks were Kansas City minus three with the versus the 49ers. As I said earlier, that was correct. They won 44 to 23. And then I went with Tyler's pick of Jets plus one and a half versus the Broncos. And as I said a second ago, they won 16 to nine. So, boys, the podcast, we're freaking geniuses here, you guys. Absolutely. We, yeah, it's about great time week. The respect we deserve. Uh, please send your we checks. We gave six locks, and we went 6-0 and oh between us three. So if you're yeah. riding with the boys, you're making money was that on those six locks of the week. individual games, or was that six like uh, games? Like, Do we share any of the same games? Uh, four separate games. So, yes, yeah, so 4 and oh is a big payout. So it's about time we get so, the checks we deserve. If, you're, uh, if yeah. you want to sponsor us, I mean – it doesn't take much. All you got to do is send uh, me an email at bullpredictions at uh, gmail.com. I'm still waiting on that email. Uh, yep. So shout out to any of our lovely lovely listeners that would like to sponsor the podcast. Um, all right. And as I say, we, uh, as, as I say we're fucking geniuses, let's throw it over to our bold predictions. And let's start off, as always, with Austin. Austin took the Lions plus seven versus the Cowboys. Unfortunately, that is an incorrect bold predictions as the Lions, Lions gave that away. Dude. As the Lions laid an absolute egg, losing the game six to twenty-four. Dude, Jared Goff had like five turnovers. He's yeah, he stinks. He is um, cheap, dude. And then, as we talked about earlier, the Monday night game, Austin rode with his Patriots. He took the Patriots minus eight versus the Bears. And as we all know. Patriots choked. They lost thirty-three to fourteen to the Bears. Some yeah. questionable coaching decisions. Some yeah, questionable quarter. Some questionable quarterback play from both of their string one and two QBs. Um, so Austin zero and two on his bold predictions. That's a, that's an unfortunate one, but bounce back this week with week eight. That's why I never um, bet on my team. <laughs> then Tyler. Tyler went with the Lions plus seven versus the Cowboys with Austin. As I said, incorrect. The Lions stunk. Jared Goff threw the game away. They lost 6-24. to Tyler then took the Seahawks, plus 6.5 versus the Chargers. Tyler, that, w- that was also a lock. Um, the Chargers seem like frauds. What do you boys think? I, I don't yeah, know about them. Fraud. I disagree it, 100%. Coaching, I don't think the Chargers are frauds. I think the Chargers are hurt. Their left tackle is injured. They uh, are hurt. But they're not. They're, they're not also frauds. playing like frauds. When your left tackle is hurt and you gotta throw in somebody Dude, who's never deep. played left tackle in his whole entire life, uh, Justin Herbert's gonna get smoked. So. Yeah, but I mean, their defense is supposed to be one of the best on paper with all their additions this off season, and they were ranked one of the what? bottom de- one of the last defenses in the league. And now J.C. Jackson's knee is dislocated, so he's out for a season. So Keenan, I mean, Keenan Allen went two for two. In the game, two for two, went to the sideline to get some water, never touched the field again. No injury in sight. They said they wanted to rest him going into the bye week. What what, what is that? And yeah. maybe I'm a little salty yeah, because know, he got me Robinson, three fantasy Brian Robinson, Brian Robinson was shot twice, recovered. It came back and is scoring touchdowns before fucking Keenan Allen touched the field. Yeah, and Keenan Allen rolled his ankle and he plays two snaps, catches two balls, and then they tell him he needs to rest. I will so, be. I will say I had him on fantasy last year and he was an absolute fucking monster. Well, he has not been this year, so yeah, um, I couldn't get him this year and I was sad about it, but now I'm not. 
So that's a uh, correct bold prediction because the Seahawks, not only did they cover the six and a half point spread, they won that game outright 37 to 23. Um, so Tyler went one and one on his bold predictions. Good shit, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then um, myself, I went Texans plus seven versus the Raiders. Um, I was riding the Raiders suck train and the Raiders came out and said the Texans suck. I was an incorrect bold prediction as the Texans could not keep it within the seven points I needed as they lost by 18 with a score of 20 to 38. I still think that was a good bet. It just didn't play out. But then the same thing. If you go back to last week's bold predictions, as I was giving them, Austin told me that my bet was stupid when I took the Panthers plus 11 versus the Buccaneers. I did. I'll take this one. He told me it was stupid because Brady never gets embarrassed and comes back with another bad game. He's going to ball out. He's going to shove it in the Panthers' face. And did the exact opposite as the Panthers not only covered the 11-point spread, they went on to win the game outright 21-3. to Um, Yeah, I'll take that one. That was bad. But have you guys guys heard of, like, Seen what AB is posting on Twitter about uh, Brady's wife. Yeah, that wife. dude's an idiot. Dude, Brady's a lot of distractions right now, and I'm actually looking at the spread coming up for on Thursday. And Brady is a uh, one and a half underdog, one and a half points, and I'm uh, and I don't think I think we're counting Brady out too soon. I know the Panthers Brady, game was kind of Brady's fluke. gonna turn it around and surprise a lot of people. Again. Yeah, and I don't know I don't know if they're gonna you know no be twelve and twelve and five. They might be eleven and six, but. They're gonna get the job done. All right, go on, Cam. So sorry, I didn't. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just. Thinking. No, you're fine. It's uh, he. I believe AB once called him Tom Booty. On, I was laughing my Twitter. ass off when I heard that. Tampon uh, Bay. What Austin? Said? He called it Tampon Bay. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. AB, there's actually an, a cool little. Somebody st- needs to take his Twitter away, just like Kanye. Nah, they both no, need to be banned. Don't take, uh, don't take AB's Twitter away because there's mm-hmm. actually somebody who follows him called AB Translator. So when AB posts something, somebody comments underneath. It's like a real person that comments and translates what he says. So uh, Tom Booty is actually translation to say Tom Brady isn't doing good right now. So if you're ever confused about AP's tweets, just follow AB Translator. That's a free shout out. Usually I don't give free shout outs, but I, I love your tweets, man. <laughs> all right so that uh that covers our um bold predictions in our locks um so now we'll update the standings here we'll start with our lock of the week standings through the season so far everyone went two and oh this week for their locks which moves austin to five and four on the year it moves tyler to five and three and it moves me to six and four um so hey, all the boys with a with a winning record here, above 500 on the locks of the week. So good shit, boys. Like we said, sponsors, you can sign the check at Bold Predictions, cash it over whenever you're ready. Um, I'm not a genius, but uh, five and three is a higher percentage than six and four. So everybody should follow my picks, and uh, let's not worry about Cam's picks. Yeah, especially after I read these standings in the Pick'em League. Um, so we got first place, we got Vargy Betts with 58 wins, 47 losses for 55%, averaging eight points p- correct per week in the NFL. And then the old co-host is 57 and 48 for 54%, also averaging eight points. 
And then Austin, 54 and 51 for 51% with seven average points. And then myself, 44 and 61, 42% with six average points. You're like so, the, uh, the crab climbing out of the bucket. Slowly but surely, you're getting there. Hey, I, was at, I was sub 30%, and I'm up to 42 So At, at this rate, my friend, you're going to be at uh, 50% by next season. So I'm really proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. So that's all the standings updated, and that's last week's bets. So let's jump into this week. We're going to start with our locks of the week, as we always do, and we're also going to keep it, as we always do, with Austin starting us off. Give us your locks of the week. All right, yeah. So this week, I've, I actually found these um, these spreads to be difficult this week, believe it or not. Um, but I'll def- I definitely have one that, that I think is lock of the week, and that's Jacksonville uh, over Denver, two and a half points in Jacksonville. Lock it. Lock it. So I think that's a good lock right there. Um, and then if I were to pick another lock i'm gonna say it's gonna be uh philadelphia against pittsburgh they're they're at a 10 and a half point favorite over pittsburgh but it's in philadelphia they're gonna get this thing done coming off a bye week they've known their opponent for two weeks now yeah i think uh i think philly's gonna come in there and take care of business so you're taking philly minus 10 and a half minus 10 and a half yep big spread all right um I don't know, ten and a half. That's a lot of points, but the the Steelers suck. Yeah, um, Steelers are bad. Except when they play the Bucks. Yeah. Um. All right, Tyler, lock of the week, buddy. What do you got for us? Usually, when I try to select these lock of the weeks, I always try to find an underdog that is at home. Uh, as far as the away teams, I like these aren't my locks, but I like the Panthers plus four and a half, and I also like the. Uh, that's it. As far as that as far as that but at the home dogs i'm sticking with uh saints plus two against the raiders is this your lock the saints plus two yep love the saints plus two i think uh the raiders can only run the ball right now and i think the saints can figure it out i think the saints can beat them at the superdome Uh, i don't think there should be uh any problem with that whatsoever and then i have another one that's kind of surprising but i uh i got the rams plus one and a half i think the rams can come out uh, they're used to playing the 49ers. They know who they are. The Rams have to prove themselves. They have to save their season. And I think that uh, the 49ers are a tough team this season, but uh, I think the Rams hit them in the mouth, and I think the Rams can uh, pull out the win. So I hope the Rams can pull out the win. There you go. Austin, you got anything to add to his games? What do you think about those picks? Um, I have to disagree with about the Rams and 49ers. I, I think that is close. It could go either way. So not really talking trash on your position. Uh-huh. But I just think uh, I think with them losing this past week, DeAndre Hopkins is going to be back for a second straight week now. And Christian McCaffrey will be down there now for a whole week. So I think uh, – Is CMC overrated though? Can we Can we talk about that? I know. I mean, when he touches the ball, I think he's great. But the thing is, he's never on the field to play. Right. So is he going to be? So are we hyping him up too much? No. I mean, I think he'll do well in the system there because they also have Debo Samuel in in running back, so they can play out of the backfield to save him some save him some reps. You know, and put him in the slot more than you know in the backfield. It's. I mean, it's crazy. They have a receiver. 
receiver in Debo that can play outside slot or the backfield, and they have a running back that can play running back in the slot. I mean, they oh, just have so dangerous. many ways. To, that's a good point. They just have so they just have so many ways that they can preserve McCaffrey and still utilize him the way the game that he wants to play. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I I think with him having an extra week there, and 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 um. I don't know why I said Hopkins earlier. What the fuck was I talking about there? Yeah, I was about to question you. Well, I I don't know what I was about to say there, but uh, yeah, I mean with McCaffrey there for for a week now, and um, I I just think that they're gonna get settled in on offense, and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a shootout. But the thing is, I don't think the Rams can really be in a shootout right now, not against the Niners defense. How do we? What was your thought process between taking the uh, Jags minus two and a half? Because I got the Broncos. Jags uh, minus the Broncos suck. That's why. Well, um, because I think, my I think biggest thing Jags is Jacksonville. It. It's in Jacksonville now. Yeah. Cam, what what's uh, your thoughts about that game? I mean, I don't think Jacksonville is, like, all that good, but I think the Broncos are that bad. I um, bet you the Broncos' defense, though, makes Trevor Lawrence uh, commit some no. turnovers this week, and the Broncos' defense uh, – I bet you the Broncos kick a bunch of field goals this week and pull this one out. I think that uh, it's going to be about field position, and I think the Broncos uh, – Russell Wilson's good for about two drives, and he's going to pull through two drives. I give him 20 points this week. Broncos country, let's slide right down the standings. <laughs> Yeehaw. <laughs> oh, man. Um, all right, my uh, locks of the week. Start us off Thursday, taking the Ravens minus one and a half versus Brady. Yikes. I, uh, I don't believe it's Brady's fault that this team is doing what they're doing. But when you have a wide receiver that's like your team, you know your team's struggling when you have a wide receiver, the caliber of Mike Evans, and he has wide open field percentage. The ball hits him in his hands, and he drops it two times in a game. Um, the the Buccaneers team just they just can't figure it out. I I I like I said I don't I don't put any of this blame on Brady. I think Brady has looked like this like he's looked like a decent quarterback still. <laughs> Um, it's yeah, not like you're going to start making sucks, plays around him, man, but he has nobody making these plays around him. And I think they're coming into a legit contending team against Baltimore and the spread only being two points. I think that's just an easy lock. And that's why I went with it. I, I think the Ravens shouldn't have a problem beating Tampa Bay and it, a field goal is a small margin to win by, and they're going to do it by more than that. So that is why that is my first lock of the week. Um, and then, oh, man, my uh, my next lock of the week, I'm going to take the uh, – I'm going to take the Bengals, minus three and a half versus the Browns. Um, so I'm going Thursday, Monday. Um, Cincinnati, they're, they're rolling again, boys. Um, they're looking like the team we saw last year finally. Yeah, I think um, that was their turnaround game last week, dude. That yeah, was a good game. Joey finally, B looks great. They're finally looking like they have all their pieces are working. Uh, Burroughs is looking like that dog again. T, um, Higgins looks good. Um, you know, Burroughs the only quarterback in history now to have multiple games with 500-plus yards and four-plus touchdowns. Ouch. I only think quarterback in history, and he's in year three. The Ravens? And one year are, he tore ACL, um, right? So one year he didn't, what's that? One year he tore his ACL, right? So he didn't really. Two finish, years ago, yeah, yeah his he rookie finish, year. They didn't even finish the season, so that's really impressive. Yep. Um, I think Jamar, Jamar is back on it. 
He's that guy. He's going to be gritty and all over the end zone here soon. Um, so, yeah, that's my uh, that's my two locks of the week. You guys got anything to add to him? I know Tyler said ouch when I said the Ravens. So what do you guys got? I'm just – it's too bit, It's too soon to count out Tom Brady. I think that uh, the Ravens' defense is still not what it's cracked up to be. I actually own them on fantasy football, and I'm uh, – Questionable. I'm trying to – I'm really scared about this game on Thursday night. I'm actually trying to find a new defense before uh, Thursday at 7 o'clock before Amazon Prime uh, NFL – you suck, by the way uh, – comes on my TV. But, uh, yeah – so I'm, I Thursday to, night football has been brutal this year, boys. Thursday night football is not enjoyable to watch. Uh, I hate it. I hate the commentators. I hate the uh, the presentation. We uh, need Peyton and Eli cast for every game. I'd rather watch, you know. Uh, yeah, the Manning cast is funny. Oh, it's great. I can't watch that either, man. I'm just not. A, I don't know. I watch clips. It's funny watching clips, but uh, I, I just like Red Zone. I have ADD, so I like to watch Red Zone and chill. So. All right, so that is uh, that's that's all uh, that's uh, our three locks of the week. So let's name of the podcast here, boys. What's the name, Tyler? Bold predictions. That's what it's time for, Austin. Give us your bold predictions. All right, I think uh, I may regret this one, but I I do really think it's going to happen. I think uh, Detroit being an underdog at home against Miami. Miami's coming off of a, of a victory that they really didn't deserve last week, uh, did not play well. Um, but I think Detroit's going to – their offense is going to click again. I think DeAndre Swift is supposed to be coming back this week. Um, with that with that being said, I think Detroit's going to cover that three-and-a-half-point spread. Um, I don't think Detroit really is as bad as everyone says they are. Uh, if Jared Goff has a good game, they can win games because their talent with DeAndre, and DeAndre Swift coming back – I think they can. Uh, they'll, they'll still have uh, six plus wins on the year. Um, and then outside of that, I th- <laughs> I don't even know if this is really even a bold prediction, but I think New York is going to pull out a three point um, yeah. a three point spread against the uh, against the Seahawks. Not a chance. Seahawks, Not a chance. I think the Seahawks are a good team. Um, they've actually Tyler, get me. off Geno Smith's dick. Yeah, and a lot no, of that's some bullshit because, listen, no, I was a huge Giants fan. I bet on them every week. The reason why I like the Seahawks this week is because the stadium, man. You cannot go into Seattle. Uh, Seattle Seattle's going to Seattle's gonna beat them, dude. They're going to beat them. But if they're running the ball with Saquon, I think that he'll, he'll just overtake them. You know, it, it's, it's, it's the pass game makes a bigger difference on the – or the crowd makes a bigger difference on the pass game. So – you know, if they can if they can handle the line of scrimmage and, and use Saquon, I think they'll be fine. Um, they just have to score more points than Seattle. Seattle's a high flying uh, high flying offense right now. All right, um, Tyler, give us your bold predictions. Bold prediction today is uh, Packers plus eleven and a half. I would actually bet that they win this week. Uh, I think the the odds for that is. Uh, Hysterical, uh, eleven and a half points. Yeah, the Packers are bad and they can't move the ball, but uh, you got to respect your elders. And Aaron Rodgers behind the ball. He's going to show uh, Josh Allen who the real quarterback is. And if it's cold, even better for Green Bay. So I think that uh, the Packers plus eleven and a half. Look at the odds. If you can get the odds at plus three hundred on the money line, I would take that as well. I think that's going to be the surprise no, of the. Don't uh, take century. that. Eleven and a half Packers. Don't take the money line, please. Um, all right. Is that the only one, or you got a second one? No, that's my only one. 
I, I like everything else is pretty neutral. I mean, I like the Panthers plus four and a half, but that's not really a bold prediction. Bears plus nine and a half, still not a bear bold prediction. So we're well, good. Shout out, we're going, we're going. Uh, since you already said it, my first one: Bears plus nine and a half versus the Cowboys. Um, Bears showed up. They showed up and they showed out against the uh, Patriots in New England, and I think they're going to go into Dallas. I wouldn't be as confident as Tyler was with Green Bay and say take that money line, but I think they're going to maybe lose by a touchdown, maybe a field goal, um, keep it within the 9.5 points that they need. Um, so that is my first one. And then my second one, I am joining Austin on the New York Giants plus three versus Seattle. Um and we kind of already discussed that game, so I don't think there's much to get into talking-wise on my picks. Um, but you guys got anything to say about them? Not necessarily. I think that uh, the last time you guys faded my pick uh, was the uh, Monday Night Miracle pick last week. You guys chose the Patriots minus eight, and you guys got bent over the table. So I think that uh, you guys better be ready for this week. Austin, you got anything? Um. No, I mean, Tyler's wrong, and he's going to get bent over. I don't even know about what, but he'll get bent over. <laughs> All right. Austin, are you, are you even involved in the podcast right now? What are you doing? What do you mean, what am I doing? That was a very, that was a very uh, bland answer. What about it? What's bland about it? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just messing with you. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to do this podcast and throw my dog's toy because he's driving me crazy. Gotcha, well. That's All right. Tell Brady um, he needs to go play for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and uh, send Tom home, huh? Oh yeah, he'd love to. A little, a little air, air husky. Yeah, a little air husky, yep. Air bud. Air bud, yep. Um. All right. So that wraps up our uh, NFL Week Eight takes. Unless anyone has any games we didn't talk about that they want to bring up. Anyone got anything for NFL? Yeah. They want to discuss. We have a couple minutes here, so we should discuss uh, Monday Night Football. Does anyone here think that the uh, the Browns will cover the spread against? Uh, I was saying that I locked it. I'm not going with the Browns. And Austin seemed pretty confident too. And I'm kind of on that. I'm kind of on that too, actually. I share the Bengals minus three and a half. I think the Browns uh, they can run the ball. Not a big fan of Brissett, uh, but uh, Bengals minus yeah, three and a half. I just want to br- say that the, it's going to be a tough game being a divisional matchup, but. And it's going to be close. I wouldn't. I would not be surprised to see it within five points, a five-point game, uh, because it's just divisional. It's always they're always rival games. Those are always tough games. But I do think that they'll at least be able to cover the, the three and a half. I think they went by you know at least four points. Cincinnati, they're starting to get hot, and I would not want to be facing within the next few weeks. What do you guys think about the over/under at forty-seven and a half? I'm going to say over. I would say over. I'm, in I, my uh, I go over too. Sh- shout out real quick, as we always do. Shout out Uncle Bart in the uh, fan- family pick'em league. Uncle Bart's now three in a row. He won this week again. Um, he won. He was me and him were tied going into Monday night, and he won the tiebreaker on points. I know if I don't ever say anything, he's gonna give me shit for not calling it out. Um, so shout out to you on your third win. One more, and you win twenty extra bucks. Um. So yeah, that's all Ouch. I got for you guys. We want to give it give it the old wrap up, or what are we doing? 
Yep, yep. Uh, big right, shout out to everyone that listens. Show. We've actually, the podcast has reached over, I think, 290 listens, so that's a very huge accomplishment. Thanks to everyone that tunes in. Uh, we'll be popping champagne at 300, boys. 60 followers on Instagram. Uh, if you can, tell your friends about the podcast. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah please share us. Share us, and then uh, I heard that if you share us, uh, and we have over 100 followers, Austin's going to do something really special on Facebook Live, so... Mm-hmm. Everyone uh, send him a friend request, and you might see something really awesome. Yep. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Like Tyler said, thanks to all our listeners. Uh, we all really appreciate you guys tuning in every week. Um, yeah. Oh, no. So with that being said, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Predictions Podcast, BP Podcast. It's in your wallet. And Cam still sucks. Buccaneers money line. You're not going to lose, I don't think. But I think the Panthers take the plus 11 and maybe lose by one score. So uh, I will say, I will say, I have to disagree with you on this one. 11 points is a big spread. But you, you know, you know what? One thing I've learned about Tom Brady is when he gets his ass handed to him like he did in Pittsburgh, it doesn't happen two weeks in a row. I think he comes out 300, 350 to 400 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. They cover that spread. I, I hope you're correct because I, I like Brady, don't have anything against him, and I do not like the Panthers. So I hope the Buccaneers blow him out of the water. I just don't know if I see it happening. That's why I went with the Panthers. Just, and it's a bold prediction, I think. I yeah, think you know, it's bold to go against Brady, so that's why I took it. It is bold to get, go against Brady. So let's last but not least, Tyler, back from the shitter. Um, give us your bold predictions. Uh, well, Bold prediction is my stomach hurts really bad. Don't know how long I will be on this microphone for much longer, but my uh, bull prediction is the Lions plus seven. I actually believe uh, – so the Lions are a tough situation this season. I mean, they have one of the highest scoring offenses, but their defense is like one of the worst defenses ever. So I think that the uh, the Cowboys struggle getting points, and I think that the – Lions can actually cover this game plus seven because uh, the Lions are going to struggle. The Lions, the Cowboys will struggle getting points, and I think that the Lions can just outscore them. So I like the Lions plus seven. All right. Is that the only one you got for us? Uh, did everyone do two? Yes. Okay, then I'm going to go with another one. I have the um, – I know I texted you something, but I'm going to go with the Seahawks plus six and a half. I'm going to ride with Geno. All hail Geno. Geno's going to come out firing. Uh He's the next Justin Herbert, so let's uh, let's ride with Gino. <laughs> yeah, okay. Plus six and a half Seahawks. Mark it on your thing. All the listeners, mark it down. Tyler just said Gino Smith will be the next Justin Herbert. You never know, um, man. You never know. Oh, you know. You know yeah, why? Because just, Justin Herbert probably writes back. Gino Smith does not. Um <laughs> So that's everyone's locks of the week and everyone's bold predictions. So uh, before we wrap this up and say all our thanks, is there anything we want to talk about on the NFL this week? Any interesting things you want to bring up? Carson Wentz is out for four to six weeks. Uh, do not bet on the Redskins. They're pretty uh, uncertain. Another thing, uh, Odell Beckham might get picked up by the Chiefs. That's pretty interesting. And uh, pick him Dude up. is the Kevin Durant of fucking football, dude. Oh. Speaking of pickups, he's not he's not going on a team until week ten, and then he's hit his only teams that he's willing to go to 
are all fucking teams that are are literally have like one or two losses. It's ridiculous, dude. Yeah, right. he he doesn't need to go anywhere till he gets those ramen noodles that are on top of his head chopped off. So, also want to um, say Sean Jackson is getting picked up. Yes, uh, he's got signed today. Um, signed to the, the Eagles. You probably can pick him up on your team, but or no, to the uh, to the Ravens. Ravens. He's a practice squad guy. So if you uh, if you're la- if you're uh, struggling in the receiver department, that might be a solid pickup. They might need him because Duvernay's been stinking and Rashad Bateman's been hurt. So Deshaun Jackson could get some targets. He could. Um, hooking up with Lamar. So we'll see. Um, but that's all I got. Tyler, you said your piece. Austin, you got anything else you want to add? No, I'm good. All right. So with that being said, guys, I'm going to sh- huge shout out to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in to week seven of the NFL. Sticking with us for seven weeks. Um Shout out to our sponsor, the Whiskey Deeks. Had two games last night, went one and one. Um, it's a rare occasion for them to get a win, so huge shout out to our sponsors. Um, rumor has it their goalie showed up. That's first in a while. Okay. Um, so that's all I have, guys. You guys got anything else to add before yeah, we put big the closing? Shout out to our listeners, uh, Uncle Bart. Thank you, bro. Appreciate you for everything you've done. It was nice meeting uh, you this real weekend. Quick. Big shout out to Annie Shelton for making an appearance. We appreciate you as well. Real quick, before Austin jumps in, I want to say shout out to Uncle Bart. He, uh, we do a like I talked about at one point. We do a family, like pick them, to where we go through and we just simply pick the games that we think, uh, like who we think's gonna win every. Like every game for the week, nothing to do with the spread, just a simple pick em. Um Bart just went back to back on his wins. He, uh, the, with the parody in the NFL, <laughs> the guy, the, the whole family did absolutely awful. Uh, we had, we have four guys in it me, my dad, my grandpa, and my uncle. Me, my gr- dad, and my grandpa, we got five correct. Damn. Bart took the, took the win with eight. Eight never wins. Never. Wow. But it did this week because the parity in the NFL was so even, and all the teams are on even playing fields, it seems like. Um, so eight actually won it. So congrats to Bart. He's two for two. He only needs two more to win our bets to where I told him that he wouldn't get four wins on the year. Um, so go ahead and get two more, and I'll pay you your 20 bucks. But until then, <laughs> you can't talk shit. So um, with that being said, Austin, I'll let you say anything you want to say, and then we'll close it out. No, I'm good. All right. All right, guys. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Bold Predictions Podcast. BP Podcast. It's in your wallet. A couple bold predictions. First off, I'm going to go with the same thing Austin had, the uh, Panthers plus 11. Too many points to count. I think that the Rams can't cover an 11-point spread. I think that is insane. But I'm also going to go back to Seattle and go all hail Geno. Plus three points against the Cardinals. I think uh, you might call me crazy, but I uh, think this is an absolute bold prediction. And I think that Gino throws for over 125 yards this week. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, and hopefully squeaks out a win. <laughs> oh, man. Um, I'm not going to use it as my bold prediction, but I also selected in our uh, pickums. I also selected that Carolina plus 11. Um, I think the Rams are going to win that game, but the Rams have been freaking struggling, and a team that is struggling is going to really struggle to win by 12 points in the NFL this year. 
Um, and you never know with the uh, head coach switch what's going to click in that locker room for Carolina. So I'm, I'm expecting a shock out of Carolina this week and a good bounce back for them. Um, but my, uh, my lock of the week this week, I'm going to, I'm going to lock in, um, the Vikings minus three over the Dolphins. Uh, the Vikings have been rolling and the Dolphins are not, um, so that's my reason for that one. I just think that's kind of going to be a one-sided game. Um, the Dolph- plays or not. Huh? To me on that one, it depends on if Teddy Bridgewater plays. If Bridgewater plays, I think Miami squeaks it out. If Bridgewater's out again, I pick Minnesota all day. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would tend to agree, but I, I think even if Bridgewater plays, Minnesota takes that game. Um. Then I'm going to take another. This that that one wasn't as that one wasn't super bold since I went with the favorite, um, but I'm I'm going to go with an underdog here, and I'm going to ride with the team that I bet with this week. I'm going to take the Jets plus seven against the Packers. Um, the Packers are sh- they're streaky man, and the Jets are looking decent. Um, seven points is a big big spread for the NFL. Um, so I like that. I don't. I don't think the Jets win that game necessarily, but I think uh, they stay within the seven points. Maybe lose by a field goal, but I like that Jets plus seven this week versus Green Bay. Um. All right, I think guys. Cover. I think Packers win. Yeah, that's that's my thoughts on the game. Um. So that's uh that's gonna wrap up this week's uh locks of the week and our bold predictions. Um, huge shout out to all of our listeners. Um, thanks for tuning in again. If you're here with us and you made it through to the end, thank you very much. Um, anyone else got anything they want to add? Yeah, I'd like for uh, I'd like for whoever's listening to comment on who won this debate about <laughs> Las Vegas and Kansas City just to put Cam in his place, but. You know what? Shout out to all of our listeners. You guys are awesome. Come back for college football. Yeah, I also want to say shout out to all the listeners, all 42 of you. I, I love every single one of you. I don't know who you are. Uh, 55% of you are girls, women, which I'm also very surprised by, but we will take every single listener that we can. Uh, big shout out to Uncle Bart. Big shout out to Abby O. Photos. Big shout out to Annie Shelton. Big shout out to... Um, Gamblers Anonymous. Big shout out to everybody. (laughs) All right. That's it for me, boys. All right, guys. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Bold Predictions Podcast. BP Podcast. It's in your wallet.